Hey ringers, it's Danielle here. I've got a fun little bonus episode for you today. Surprise! So I was recently a guest on a fellow wedding podcast, and I promise I'm not cheating on you guys. This one is mainly for wedding professionals, but this is an episode where we talked a lot about what happens when there isn't a wedding planner, and it was all sparked from this conversation that happened in a wedding professional group. And while I know you guys aren't necessarily wedding professionals, this This is one of those episodes that I thought you could really get a lot out of. And honestly, it's just a a great, uh, great podcast in general that I wanted to share. So this is a little bit of a preview of that episode. If you want to listen to more, head over to the Weddings for Real podcast. It's hosted by a fellow wedding planner, Megan Gillikin from A Southern Soiree. And honestly, it's just a great, great episode. Now, one thing to note, as you can hear, uh, or as you will hear, I should say, the audio quality on my end in this episode is not great, and that is 100% my fault. I realized about halfway through recording this episode with Megan that my microphone came unplugged, and I was absolutely mortified and embarrassed, but they said that the content was good, so they still ran the episode anyway, but guys, I am so sorry that it sounds like I'm in a tin can. My audio is getting picked up from just my regular old laptop, which is no bueno. So just wanted to give you a heads up on that. I still hope you guys enjoy it, and big news, we are coming back season seven on November 19th. We're just a few days away, depending on when you're listening to this. And I am so excited for what season seven has in store. We're going to be talking about marriage boundaries. We're going to talk about the holidays. And guys, I even have an episode for you about flowers that I'm so excited to bring to you. Um, As you may notice, Dan is absent at the moment because he is away on paternity leave and he will be away for the first few episodes of season seven. Um, But I promise I will do my best and bring you some amazing people sharing their knowledge and uh, giving you guys all the tools and resources to plan an amazing day. So uh, enjoy this little preview episode and I will see you guys soon. If you're a member of the Rising Tide Society Facebook group, you may have seen a post a few months ago from a photographer who said that when a wedding planner is involved, it makes other wedding vendors' jobs more difficult and messes up the flow of a wedding day. From his perspective, it's better to have a wedding without a planner. Well, as you can imagine, this sparked a lot of debate on both sides of the argument. And surprisingly to me, several people agreed with his perspective. So. Is it more difficult when a wedding planner is involved? I'm Megan Gillikin, and that's what we're talking about today on episode 86 of the Weddings for Real podcast. Hey there, I'm Megan Gillikin, wedding planner at a Southern Soiree, business coach, wife, mom to three girls, and host of the Weddings for Real podcast. I've been in the wedding industry for over 10 years, and I've seen some things. I've played the role of the unofficial wedding therapist, I've almost been caught on fire by a guest at a sparkler exit, and I've seen just about every awkward family dynamic you can imagine. On this podcast, I talk to fellow wedding vendors and get to hear some of their stories about this one-of-a-kind industry. Today's guest is Danielle Pasternak, wedding planner at DP Knack in Pennsylvania, and co-host of the Put a Ring on It podcast. Danielle started her business in 2009 after her first career took a turn. 
I came from a background of theater and dance and performing, and I was always the most happiest Danielle when I was backstage and I was helping with scene changes and quick changes and making things happen. And when I um, was 23, I actually took an injury that said I was no longer going to be a dancer and I had to figure out the next chapter in life. And so I took a road trip cross country for 41 days and did a lot of, um, well, I did a lot of eating, but I also did a lot of like soul searching and trying to figure out what my next step in life was going to be. And I sat down and I said, oh my gosh, I know exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to be a wedding planner. So Danielle took that event production, behind the scenes happiness, and has grown her business by learning from experience, making mistakes, taking care of her couples, and relationship building with wedding vendors. So today, we're going to talk about the top three must-dos and the top three must-not-dos for wedding planners when working with vendors. And as I mentioned, this whole conversation started because Danielle and I both saw a post in a national Facebook group from a photographer who claimed that wedding planners usually mess up the day instead of help. I was taken aback by the post and then shocked that some people agreed with him. Many disagreed, of course, and Danielle was one of those. It was crazy to see all of the comments both in agreement with and then against. It was I, I didn't really believe that that many people felt that way. So reading that, it was um, half heartbreaking, half got me fired up, half sort of made me step back and say like, oh my gosh, what's happening here? It's crazy. Let's start right at the beginning. So do you think a planner can sometimes make a vendor's life more difficult? Absolutely not. Next question. No, just kidding. <laughs> And the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, end the podcast. Just, it is what it is. No, I mean, here's the thing. After after you've been in this industry for any given amount of time, I think it can you can stretch it far outside just the planner. Any vendor can make another vendor's job more difficult. Look at the battle that happens sometimes between photographers and videographers, or the band, the entertainment, and catering. Like there's mm-hmm. there could always be a battle across any role that is taking place in the industry. So I don't think it's subject just to planners. And I think one of the things that I flat out commented on in that topic, in that you know comment thread on Facebook was, I've worked with bad, insert whatever here, DJs, photographers, whatever it may be, but I haven't then stepped back and say, well, I'm just never going to work with a DJ ever again, because that person just did such a terrible job and made my job so much more difficult. I've sought out the good ones and the great people that provide a really good DJ whatever service. And those are the people that I've stood behind and recommended and cheered on and supported. So that was my advice to that poster was maybe you just haven't found the right planner to work with and to support. Because honestly, if we're doing our jobs well, we shouldn't be making other vendors' lives more difficult. But in all reality, there are times where A, planners are doing that. And B, I'm sure I've done it before. I'm sure I've stepped in in a place where I shouldn't have. I've made a mistake. And I've added a little bit of extra work on somebody else's end. And that's my job to then kind of step back and learn from it. Ultimately, I just always think it comes down to just respecting each other's roles and what you were each hired to do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. And I agree with that, too. I mean, I can think back to the beginning years of my business nine years ago, and I'm sure the same thing. Like, I made mistakes or I put things on a timeline that didn't necessarily flow well for some of the other vendors involved. And that was never my intention. But it's just a matter of experience and learning as you go down the line. And I and I can guarantee that even 10 years in, you and I still make mistakes, right? Like that's 100%. just 
that's just how it goes. And we're all continuing to do our very best and learn from those, but no one is perfect. And I think a broad generalization that a planners make a vendor's life more difficult was, was what we're trying to get away from. But I think that you and I both saw an opportunity for education and a platform to put information out there for planners as well as other vendors on ways that we could potentially work more in collaboration. Right. Because there's always room for all of us to grow, right? Sometimes we're just not put in the experience to, to know how to work through or deal with that circumstance. So the more we are and the more we're helping each other out in a way that comes from a place of respect, a place of collaboration, it all helps us to become better and better for our next clients and couples. And that's, that's the whole point. That's why we do what we do. We do it. I mean, yeah, we do it because, you know, it, it, we support our families with it and we do all that, but we're in this because, because we love weddings, right? We love our couples and we love, for the most part, the people that we get to do this for. So mm-hmm. the more we can increase and improve upon what we do, then win-win for everybody. But I don't know if I'm doing something wrong or not helpful unless a really kind and gracious vendor comes up to me and says, hey, I know you were coming from a good place, but you can improve if this, then I go, oh my gosh, you're totally right. That makes sense. I'm so sorry. And, you know, you can kind of go from there, but it's tricky. I guess I can easily say that though, but if I think about it, it's not as easy to go up and say that to another vendor. I mean, I certainly have tried to give, you know, (laughs) helpful advice, but I'm not just going up every day going, here's my checklist of things that I think you can improve upon because, you know, that might not be great either. Yeah. Well, that leads me to the next question that I have for you, which is, in your opinion, what do you think are three must-dos and three must-not-dos for planners when it comes to working with other vendors? Okay, Ringers, if you want to hear more, including my must-dos and my must-not-dos, make sure to head over to the Weddings for Real podcast where you can listen to this entire episode with Megan Gilligan. And I would absolutely love it if you took a minute to share this episode on Instagram. If you tag me at DPNAC, D-P-N-A-K, I'll be sure to share it. Thanks, guys. And I will talk to you soon.